between the lag is a Welcome to the Story Mode Podcast. I am your host, the sweet goblin Jesse Munro, and we are sitting down for a sweet, warm bowl of Joel. That doesn't rhyme as well as I hope to. And what are you looking at? The muscles? Yes, yeah, right. You're Myron at Chiron. It's the boys. We're coming at you live. How are we doing? My God. Yeah, great. I'm great. Well, I'm coming fantastic. at them live in podcast. I don't know what just happened to me. <laughs> Did you I kind of felt out? like in that part in um, Community with Dean Pelton when he started rapping. Yes. <laughs> like, my favorite. I don't know what that was. <laughs> I don't know what that was. When he's in the peanut outfit. But just, oh, my God. God. <laughs> I, was, I was about to start doing it, but I won't. Guys. <laughs> As any of our uh, sweet listeners uh, may recall, maybe, it's not the most interesting fact, so I don't know why you would recall this, but I like to drink a weird drink when we do the podcast. My partner works in the city, so she comes home on a Monday night when we record these, and she's like, hey, I bought you some uh, maybe poison. I got this drink. It's just called Club. It's all it's called, just Club. Nice. And it says orange with real bits. Real bits? That's real bits. I've looked at the ingredients, and there is no hint to what these bits could be. Now, it is vegan, so I know that they're not beef. But okay. beyond that, there's this strange drink from the UK. Now, Simon's not here, so he can't tell me if this is good or bad. Matt. Oh, what, live drink. taste test. Here we go. The bits is really throwing me. I just want to know, can you taste the bits? Oh, he's... he's that, is a, that flavor has a, has, has a depth to it. It is a conflicted it's a look. Un- Ooh. Ooh, that is, that is a forbidden orange, that one. Jesse's going on a journey <laughs> right now uh, to... The flavor country. At home. Yeah, he's he's sort of like traveling through that time like, and space. That's not sweet or sour or bitter or, or like umami or anything. That is just a deep orange. It is bits of all of those things. Real yeah, bits. The bits are, yeah, maybe it's at the bit, bottom. Yeah. Like, like, I'm pro little bits and drinks. Like the aloe vera drink, fantastic. The, the little uh, the little pearls in a bubble cup. They're, yeah, see, they're bits. Like but boba beautiful. tea. Little boba tea is where I, I will I will go. Like my wife actually bought me like a boba tea. At home kit for my birthday. I'm pretty, have you tried them yet? I haven't yet. No, because I haven't had a chance because we've been away all weekend. So I'm gonna hopefully tomorrow night. I'm gonna cook up some pearls and give it a try. But give me give me a review on that because yeah. I saw that. I'm like, oh, I didn't know you could get some like that. So, yeah, there's pretty. a few places. This one's like a like a, a girl who started up this business and like apparently her dad packs all the orders and now she employs him basically so he doesn't have to go to work and he can like stay home and yeah, it's a really sweet story. She's been following him for a while and she's been meaning to sort of like. Do it, and she's like, oh, "I'll get it for Joel for his birthday." But, um, yeah. Oh, did you get some bits? Oh, okay. You know what this tastes like? Imagine you got like orange, uh, like cough lollies. Okay. Okay. And you melted them down to a drink. Ooh. Now imagine that drink was mixed cordial. Okay. Mm. This would be the concentrate. Mm. So almost if you if, maybe if you if you got a bunch of mixed lollies, I mean, some mixed lollies, orange cough drops, whatever, and you reduce them in a pan. Are you sure it's not actually a concentrate that you're supposed to mix with something? Are you it's drinking medicine? You shouldn't put a can in the con- It's from the UK. They do all sorts of weird things there. That's very true. Yeah. This, isn't, this drink's an absolute perversion. I mean, I'll, I'll drink it, <laughs> and if, if need be, I'll mix it with the gin tonic that I also have, because it's podcasting time, baby. Hey. You gotta drink. Pew, 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 pew. No, that, that, that goes out to all of our listeners. Don't drink. Don't, don't be. Don't drink at all. Don't be like us. Don't do nope. it. Nope. We had a few good drinks on the weekend, though. Um, nice cocktails. Other than that, now we're not going to talk about The Last of Us episode three because I'll cry. Joel will cry. I'm not. I'm not ready. Cry, I, I cry am cry because he hasn't watched it yet. <laughs> but 
haven't seen it yet. I'm, I, I'll cry anyway. Oh, it's such a weird energy to bring in this episode. But... <laughs> oh, God. Jesus. Next week, we'll do a bit of a dissection, I think. Oh, yeah. Um, okay. Is it, is it eight episodes or nine episodes? I can't remember. I'm hoping it's ten thousand. Give me a second. I think it's ten, but who knows? We do have um, these fantabulous machines that can search for such information. You can't um, make me do it. We call him Joel. <laughs> no, we just get Joel to do it. Joel's muted himself. I'm on He's it. He's hacking the mainframe. Um, yeah. Look at you, hacker Enhance. Enhance. Hackerman. I'm up. Uh, fucking. Come on, Hackerman. Nine episodes. Nine episodes. Nine episodes. Nine episodes. And they have confirmed season two is is happening. Yes. Part two. Whether that is part two, that's part one of part two, that's part one of part two is part three, or a whole new part. Who knows? No, Neil Druckmann said it was part two. Yeah, Druckmann said part two. He said part two. So brace yourselves. (laughs) Yep. Don't know. Don't know. Oh, boy. (laughs) Looking forward to living through that again. (laughs) Oh. I'm going to mute a lot of words. I'm going to mute the alphabet on Twitter. (laughs) It's the only way to be safe. That may be the part where I'm just like, I'm, I'm done with social media. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if I have to live through that much vitriol again, then yeah, I'll, I'll probably walk away. Yeah. Anyway. I'm a sucker for punishment. <laughs> a bit much. Hey, look, I've already seen people saying that, um, that Dead Space is woke. It but is. we'll get to that oh later on. Jesus. Because we do have plenty to talk about this week. Mm. Um, so much so, it's one of those episodes where there was so much to talk about. And because, I mean... You may be aware that before we began, we were the Story Mode podcast, we were a Story Mode, a video game podcast. Do you guys know what that podcast is about? Video games. It was in the name. Shouldn't mm-hmm. have been a surprise. Yeah. I'm so used to collecting all this video game information and all the news and stuff like that and collating it and doing all sorts with it. This week I started doing that and they were like, oh my God, this episode's so packed. And then I thought, wait a minute. There's a show under the Story Mode Gaming Network umbrella that does gaming news even better. Yeah. It's a show that you boys run. Dialog Options. Go like and subscribe on Facebook. On Facebook? Yeah, I don't give a shit. Like us on Facebook. Sure. <laughs> oh, I posted there for the first it? time in a few months today. <laughs> go read that one. <laughs> yeah, that's page. It's funny. I got like a notification saying, hey, you've got two new views on the Dialog Options page. And I'm like, what the? And then I saw you tw- <laughs> like, post out that, uh, that post about it. And I was like, oh, there they are. It's, I got you, baby. There we are. But go like them on Spotify and iTunes and like sorry, my podcast as well. Are you there? Give us a like. Give us some love. Um, but you guys are going to have a bit of a stacked episode this week. Because of that, I've let us uh, have a bit of breathing room on this one. A little bit of a casual episode. I just want to hear you boys talk about two games I think you guys are loving. But before that, part of the whole rebrand to Story of Podcast is we want to, to extend our scope. We're not just about games anymore. We're doing games, films, pop culture, music, really anything we find of interest, which is fun. And in a way, I want to start a new segment. Look, I'll come up with a better name than Monthly Music or Music Monthly. Oh yeah, I wrote Music Monthly in my notes. What a good title. We'll come up with a better name. Maybe we'll have a jingle by next time. Who knows? But at the end of each month, I just want to go through some of the, 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 the new music that has caught our ears, caught our eyes, caught our attention whether that be albums, singles, or what have you. But I think it would be remiss to not talk about the absolute, like, bevy of new music that has dropped in January 2023, the year of our Lord. Uh, the year of the rabbit, I think. It is the rabbit, yes. <laughs> I think it's it's also, like, uh, f- from bands that are, like, seemed dormant for a long time and or... 
I don't know. Oh, there's like, a reckoning afoot. Yeah, yeah. There's They're back. It, yeah, there's a, this year seems like it's going to be the like, weaker bands are scurrying back into the bushes. <laughs> I'm looking at you, Brandon Yuri. <laughs> I <laughs> run away. It was time, and he's doing it for the right reasons. And yeah, he's doing it for the right reasons. But I did look at their last. This is for anyone who doesn't know. Panic at the Disco, the one man band, got together, had a meeting, and said no more because Brandon Yuri's having a kid. Brandon Yuri's also a bit of a sketchy fella. Um, yeah, and yeah. also they haven't. Death of a Bachelor was a good album. Had some good songs in it at least, yep. but. Other than that, it's been not great. I, I listened to their latest release that came out last October, and the single came out as like something of memories, House of Memories, or something like that. Yeah. And it contained a sped up version and also a slowed down version of separate tracks. <laughs> what? It's, yeah. What are I, you doing? Look, I haven't what really. Are you doing, Brendan? I haven't really listened to. Is that anything with Viva Lost Vengeance? I haven't listened to that album. But the album before that, Pray for the Wicked, I really rate. There's a song on that called Dying in LA that is. Mwah. Makes me cry every time. It's beautiful. Um, Calm down, Hideo Kojima. <laughs> hey, hey. Um, but yeah, like, it's fine. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. Death of a Bachelor was probably their last great album. But, um, and it's been a rocky road. But hey, we can, they can never take away a fever you can't sweat out from us. So that's. They cannot. The, they can, that's of, the important thing. Bop. Yep. Speaking of bops, from the land of Club Orange with Real Bits and Simon Evans Orange with Real Bits. The UK, the boys in Enter Shikari, oh. a, a band that I think brought Joel and I closer together. I think so. Have yeah. released their first song in, I wouldn't say in quite some time. They actually did drop two new songs last year. They dropped the song with Wargasm. It was um, Sound uh, of the Void. It, it, yeah. They're featured with Wargasm yeah. and Bull with Cody Frost. Cody Frost is so damn good. I still need um, to get around Their new song, Please Set Me On Fire, uh, as, as a build up for the new album, the seventh studio album. Dropping April 21st. A Kiss for the Whole World. Mwah. Love, kissy kissy for the love whole world. that album title. A project that lead singer Rao Reynolds has described as a projectile vomit of positive energy. Fuck yes. That's, yeah. That, that alone like gets me excited. But then when you sort of wrap it in the Enter Shikari sort of pantheon of, of goodness, like that, that gets me so hyped. I think this album's going to be fucking excellent now there's probably a fair few listeners who haven't heard if you haven't heard off enter shikari i suggest give them a go yes but there could be a fair few people who know their really old stuff like take to the skies and mm-hmm. i want to see i just as a just as a general test if you're listening to this on the train or bus or whatever make sure you do this and see if anyone around you does this as well when i go dun 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 did you clap yeah the, listen if you clapped at that you're one of my people Okay, it's impossible. because there is a certain echelon of emo. Yeah, there's- that hears that. This is why I don't want kids. Because if I heard that, I'll drop the baby to clap. I've almost like I have to. I have let go of the steering wheel of a car like on a freeway like oh, multiple times go. doing it. Like just because I'm like, you got it, you got to do it. Like Drive it's- for bridge, take to the skies, baby. Yeah, and but then- the new sound is very different, very yeah. pop, uh, very just positive and clean and 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 fun and just vibrant. It's their live show is incredible, but oh, God, yeah. Joel, you really got to start getting them in last year, right? I look, I, 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 again, I got into them like, like most people. I think I was watching a lot of like rage guest programming, and it would pop up a lot, which was sorry. And they went into Shikari. Yeah, no, not even them. Like, a new jams about a, politics on a lot of people's lists. Like sorry, you're not a winner would pop up, and it was just like one of those songs. I was like, oh shit, this is amazing, and then, um. 
yeah, like just got into one from there. Then I think fell out of them for a long time and only recently came back to um to sort of fall in love with them again, I think, with um with the spark, which I think is just a fucking phenomenal album. Like that album is I don't know. I don't know whether it came to me at a time where I just really needed it, um, but it just, yeah, man, it hits so hard, and I love it. I adore it so much. Um, so from one on, of those bands that talk about the topics, I think, like I'm personally like, politically very interested in, uh, very like uh, social socially aware band. Okay, mm-hmm. as a lot of Dead Space reviewers may call them, woke, <laughs> but. <laughs> They talk about this type of stuff in such a positive way. It's not about the negative. It's like how we we can you know get together and we can fix things that we can be better than this. Yeah. And then reading like Rao's written a few books about like an exogenesis on the lyrics and I've you know you read them and you listen to the album. It's like like the depth of these songs is insane. But before I get a Shikari boner, please yep. set me on fire. When you heard it, what are you what are your thoughts on this fucking bop of a track? I had people messaging me who I've been spoken to for a while, be like, "Hey, your boys have done it." <laughs> They've done it. This is a good one. I mean, like, it started and I was like, okay, cool. And that synth lead come in, came, comes in underneath and I was like, oh, my God. Okay. It was like it, it took me back to, like, Take to the Skies era. Like, it has that sound to it. And, um, yeah, I'm really sorry, guys. I'm going to have to go and just deal with it. I'll that. keep talking about Shikari. Another really bad. Do. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I'll make a note of this um, and so we can cut it out. Sorry. No, I'm not cutting it. I'm not cutting anything. This well, is fun. raw. All this right. is real. All this right, is what Ed Shikari wanted. I'll be back. I need. I'll, I want to talk more about it. But yeah, Joel has uh, left the podcast. Remember uh, Joel? No. What were we talking about? Ah, uh, yes, Horizon Zero Dawn. What year is it? <laughs> has the um, pandemic? You, you haven't yet? heard the song, have you? Have I heard the have song? You heard the song at all? No, I haven't had a chance to listen. It is like the most energetic I've been about a song release in a while. I immediately played it on the TV. Then I put my headphones on to listen to it. And I went for a walk and listened to it about four times. Just the range on Rao's vocals, having Chris Batten, the bass player, come in and sing a little bit as well. The drums, just the guitar work. It is beautiful. But look, Joel Joel's out of the room. Let's get a little bit down and dirty with another band, okay? Let's skip one band because I know Joel wants to speak about him. Let's get a little bit sensual. Listeners, wherever you are, start touching yourself. That's right. We're talking about sleep token. Or as I wrote uh, here as one of my only notes, sweet horny boys. Okay. They are sweet horny they boys. Are, they are Schrodinger's mask, mask singers. Because as far as we know, they're all hot. <laughs> it will never be proven because they won't take off their mask. Um, sleep token have been around for a while now, but they have absolutely exploded this year. They've taken this year by the scruff of the neck. Dropping four new tracks that have been received so damn well that, uh, I mean, their Melbourne show that I'm going to later on this year sold out. Then it got taken to a bigger venue, got upgraded to a bigger venue, and sold out in like 40 seconds. Uh, they've timed this beautifully. We have The Summoning, a heavy track with like a twangy bass Jamiroquai section, which is baffling. Chokehold, which I wrote as Untethered Hornycore. Uh, Granite. Like slow R&B vibes. There's like massive crescendo at the end. And then the newest one, Aqua Regia, which is piano driven, has some jazzy chords to it and a chime solo. This band is bonkers. They've got a new album dropping sometime this year. I could talk about them for ages. I somehow slipped mention of Sleep Token into every episode this year. But Kyron, you've gotten to them a lot in the last few weeks. 
What are your thoughts on the, on these new tracks? Uh, so here's the thing. I don't talk much about music. So all I can really tell you is that I caught wind of these guys because they did, were doing the rounds on you know social media. On TikTok in particular, I don't know how they found their way to my For You page. It must have been some people I follow because some of the people I follow on TikTok talk about them all the time on Twitter. I can tell you why they're on your, your page. You've been searching the horniest, most deranged <laughs> shit. And they're like, here's Sleep Token. And it's like, yeah, thank you. Yeah. While you're in the neighborhood, why not check out some some horny music? And yeah, this is some horny music. Um, but yeah, so I, I I originally heard the summoning, and I was like, songs because this song's fucking great. I did not immediately expect to have three more songs released in quick succession, which I then also devoured. Yeah, um, they, they drop like the summoning and then uh, chokehold within about two days of each other. Yeah, then I would say a week later it was suddenly granite and then aqua. Yeah. So then so I hope for there's a chance by the time the episode comes out, there's another new song. We could be so lucky. We could be so lucky. But uh, yeah, all I know is that what, whatever this music is, I'm into it. Like, <laughs> that's it. Joel, <laughs> so have you had a it. chance to listen to it, Joel? Um, I listened to The Summoning um, and I really liked it. I just haven't got around to listening to it anymore yet. But it is definitely something that was like piqued my interest for sure. That uh, I definitely want to go. And I hear nothing but good things anytime, it's, anytime that band is mentioned. Um, usually by you, Jesse, but like there have been a few other people that are like, you know, ah, sleep token, yeah. And so I was like, okay, I'll, I'll give them a go. And then yeah, the yeah, I gave the, the summoning a listen, and it was like interesting. I'm a sucker for for songs and music that take wild left turns at any one moment. Oh yeah, and yeah, I love that shit. So it's yeah, definitely definitely speaking to me. I've just got to give it some more time. I think yeah. It, it's one of those things, the guy, like, nobody knows who the members of the band are. There's a whole, like, mythos behind them. They, like, praise a deity called Sleep, and his, the lead singer's name is The Vessel. I love that sort of wanker. I love that shit. Love But nobody knows shit. who they are. And the singer has such a weird voice. Like, you can't, with a good conscience, say he's got a good voice, but he has a perfect voice for what they're doing. It's so unique it's, and just yeah. kind of goofy, but the confidence which he sings with. It's not. I, I was saying before when I saw them open for North Lane earlier. Uh, sorry, last year. I reckon if they played one more song, orgies would have broken out like wildfires across the crowd. Ooh. It was there was there was a tension in the air. Keelan and I would and I would give each other the look. Okay, <laughs> one more song. It's. I mean, yeah. I, I love the bands that are just like, yeah, we're going to be completely anonymous. It's going to be about the music. We're going to create this like wild fucking law around all that shit. Um, this is why we don't stream anymore. We're creating that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We aren't who you think we are anymore. Oh, yeah. Do I need to change my picture on Twitter? Is that, is that oh, what you're saying? shit. I forgot about everything else. No, it's part of the ruse. <laughs> it's part of the ruse. It's fine. Okay, it's part of the ruse. I don't really look like that. Except yeah. if you saw me at like packs or anything, it wasn't really me. I paid someone who looked like that to skin pretend suit. to be me. Very High very quality in-depth. skin suit. Oh. Mm. Delicious. Mm-hmm. Think of delicious. Fall Out Boy. The back baby. Okay. As far as I'm concerned, they finished up with Follow Your Jew. It's been a while since any new music. They haven't released any music since that. Joel, don't look at me like that. They've released no new music since then. Uh, look, I they I'm, dropped. Mm. Swear to God, Joel, I will, I will, I will edit your whole track out of this. Song. Joel, you were told. Okay. Joel, you were told. Okay. I've got things to say about Fall Out Boys. I don't think you know yet, Jesse, so it's fine. Oh, okay, okay. It's going to be interesting. Um. Uh, they've released a new song called Love from the Other Side. I saw a critic describe it as that scene when the uh, the, uh, the the food review at the end of Ratatouille 
takes that first bite. Yes. And he remembers his childhood. Yes. That's what this song was because it sounds like Infinity on High, but mm-hmm. like the attitude of folly, it, it's really good. Like it comes in with this real theatrical orchestral bullshit. And yep. then he's like, fucking Andy's drums uh, Joe's guitar comes in Joe's actually taking a break from the band he Joe Troman yeah uh, look after his mental health though. good for him look yeah all the best all the best uh, go give me, give me your hot Fallout Boy takes uh, so, okay so not hot Fallout Boy takes like I Fallout Boy you kind of want to know this because he had to deal with me when I was at my most insufferable this um, is true I did Fallout Boy were like it for me like I to the point and I Fucking kid you not, I was a member of the Fallout Boy fan club that I paid money for so I could get a t-shirt and a card and like access to certain things. I was like deep in the paint with with Fallout Boy. And I Joel, I've known you longer than 15 minutes, so that I can very much believe that. Yeah, it's fair. Okay. <laughs> but like it's I mean, I don't know. I I I adore this band. And having said that, I, I look, I actually quite like Save Rock and Roll. I think Save Rock and Roll is, that? is a good album. What what out by uh, who? Especially is but, Take Back Sunday? Is this me, a real midtown situation? Let me fucking finish. About? Let me fucking finish. But no, I think it's a really good album, especially because it was like after a like a extensive hiatus that they had from the band. Um, I think it's got some great songs on there. I think it's the perfect mix of them experimenting with stuff, uh, and also keeping a little bit of their old style sound. Um where I drop off is American Beauty, American Psycho, which that album doesn't exist. And Mania is okay. Like it's they're Who are fine. these people? So as as a Fallout <laughs> Boy fan who like was oh, geez. deep in like deep in the weeds with loving that band, um, like was following like the music video threads. And, yeah, like I, I I adore that band. Um and had been sort of like a lapsed fan for a, quite a some time because they hadn't released anything that really excited me, which is I don't blame them. They're trying to do new things and they want to experiment, and that's what all good artists should, should do, but this uh, went. The, this the is why we rebranded the podcast. <laughs> Just saying. So, but I'm I the mean, Patrick Stump of podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I, I, seeing the the build up to like this sort of like release, like apparently at the end of last year, they took out like a full page ad in like a, the Chicago Tribune, um, just saying FOB eight, and it was that's all it said. And everyone was like, what the fuck's FOB 8? Because this, like, their last album was their seventh album. So it was like, everyone was going, oh, hang on. And then. Seventh the, album? Yeah. Wait. Yeah. Hawk Tree, Infinity, <laughs> Folly. What do you mean seventh? Mm, yeah. Yeah. You're funny. I only count four. Um. Um, anyway. Are we talk about a different band? <laughs> so they were. Take Back Sunday again? They were, let me talk about my, my boys. And th- so uh, they had this like big campaign leading up to sort of announcing something. And then it was, they put out like a clip of this song and uh, it, it sort of got my attention. Cause I was like, hello, this is, there's lots of guitars here. It's, it's got a, a good pace to it. Uh, and then the song came out and my God, like I listened to that song on repeat all day. I had a day off that day from work. I'd taken some annual leave. And so like I dropped my son at daycare and it's like a half hour drive there and back and I just had it on on repeat and by the end of it I was like screaming along to the chorus um I think this is a return to form I'm I, the most excited I've been about a Fallout Boy album in literally years so I, 
man, I, I just hope they can keep this train rolling with it. Um, and I think well, they can. Well, I mean, the last album they released was 2009's Folly Adieu. So. <laughs> yes. yes it, yeah. It's actually quite good. So the comment said that the new album, which is called So Much Brackets 4 and Bracket Stardust, which is a shit name. Um, oh, it, I love it. Sound, it's so on brand for them. It apparently shares the spirit of their last album, Folly Adieu. <laughs> also, oh the name of the next Joker film. <laughs> Oh, oh my kidding. god! It is. It's going to be a musical with Lady Gaga it's, in it. Yep, sure is. Um, it's going to be something. It's going to be a thing. Um, Maybe I'll like this one. It's oh. going to be the mania of movies. Mm, yeah, I get. Yeah, <laughs> mania has some right songs, but it's pretty forgettable. But yeah, I just also want to mention. Um, there's another Fallout Boy song that they've released. Yes, called Heartbreak Feels So Good. I got a message from my friend Al, who's a massive Fallout Boy fan, the moment it came out. And we listened to it, and we both had the same reaction of, eh. It's fine. Um, I can see why they, is they didn't leave it. a very slight nod to Jordan Peele's nope in it. One nope. of the lines is, 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 is there a word for a bad miracle? It's upon the lyrics. Uh-huh. The film. I'm like, okay, that's one thing to take away from this, I guess. A reference. Um, Other than that, it wasn't digging it. I have seen in, like, multiple interviews that they've done since that song came out. Um, since The first song came out since um, uh, Love From The Other Side came out. Uh, and they've said... Uh, that since, like, you know, when you know, COVID hit and they were stuck at home with their families and not stuck at home, but they, they were home with their families and enjoying that time with them, they, when the time came to sort of, like, go, all right, what are we going to do? Are we going to do another album? They didn't want to make just another album of songs and just put it out there. They wanted to do something that was worth leaving their families for and that was worth getting back into the studio and, and having all that lost time. And I was like, cool, okay, that that is like a interesting take on things. And so that gives me a lot of hope for it, that they've, they've got a lot of skin in the game, I guess. Yeah, it'd just be really good to see what they follow up to our ninth folio due with. Now, moving on to our last band <laughs> we're going to talk about here. Um, we won't talk about that for long, because I don't think you two are big fans of this, and this is something that I can feel Keelan's energy running through me. There's a prog metal band called Periphery, and they're pretty sick. Been around for a while. They're about to release their uh, fifth album called Periphery 5, Gent is not a genre. Perfect. It's coming out of March. But the really cool thing about the new, they've dropped two new songs. I think one's called Wildfire, the other one's called Zagreus. You may know Zagreus from a little game called Hades, one of the greatest games ever made. And it was indeed inspired by that game. The song itself, it's about um, like running into obstacles in life and like societal expectations and stuff like that and having to do the same shit over and over again, like a certain game called Hades. to the extent where Misha Man saw the guitarist actually thanked Darren Corb on um, on Twitter, and they were having a bit of a conversation, saying, you know, thank you for your game, you inspired us. The game has little nods to the musical motifs. So the song has little nods to the musical motifs in the game. Yep. Um, even at the end, they've got the like the, the game over screen music. It's so it's goddamn very- cool. And every time I listen to it, I'm like, oh wait, there's another, there's another thing from it. There's another thing. I love when artists wear their inspiration on their sleeve and they're, they're just really real about it. Like, these guys just were just playing fucking Switch and playing cool gent music. It's uh, It was mad. It's so good. And, like, yeah, like you said, every time you listen to it, you get a little bit more from it that is a sort of a nod or a reference sort of thing musically. Even things like the different changes in tempo, and I, I know that that's part of, I'm not going to say the genre because it's very... People get a little bit when they say Fuck when it, people it, say it, it, gen, uh, gen is a genre, but no, no, jaunt. 
French gent. Hello, we're periphery. We play gent music for you. This song is called Zacharias. Um, but yeah, like that's part of like I guess like any kind of like prog metal. It's it's very mathematical in a way. Um, but it, it, I mean the score, like Darren Korb's score for for hey, um, Hades, is very similar. Like it has those moments where things will rise and fall or like change tempo slightly, and it's yeah, it's really cool. I. And also, just taking that part out of it, which makes it even cooler, it's just a fucking good song. Like, oh, it goes hard. There's some really cool. The vocalist, um, uh, uh, Spencer, yep. he also fronted for a little for like one re-release, um, from first to last. Oh shit! Really? When Sonny Moore went full Skrillex, yep. Uh, he filled in, and he they I- did an album with him, and they even redid a few songs. I'm just gonna say, they read them better. The originals. He, I can, I can definitely hear that. Like, oh, if you haven't heard Dead Trees, go listen to okay. that album. Seek. All right, I'll add that to my release. But yeah, I recommend. Look, if you like something a little bit more experimental, a little bit heavier, and you have a spare eight minutes, go yep. check it out. It's good. It's good shit. But moving on from songs about games to games about songs, that was a really nice transition. That one. Thanks, Ooh. Hi-Fi Rush. Let's talk about Hi-Fi Rush. A game that surprise dropped last week. Xbox had their big Bethesda showcase. And this is is like, hey, we're Tango Gameworks. Remember that horror game we made? Scared the shit out of you, but wasn't all that good? We made a rhythm-based platforming game that looks like a Sunday morning cartoon. And you can play it right fucking now. And the internet exploded (laughs) in the best way. Every now and then, a game drops out of nowhere. It it captures everyone's imagination. It's fun. positive it just makes you feel good to be a gamer haven't had that for a little bit hi-fi rush is exactly that i I downloaded this game so quickly it's on game pass yes so if you've got it please go play it joel i know you've been thrashing this game please what is hi-fi rush oh my god hi-fi rush is like what if we just made i know i say it's a lot but it's like what if we made a game specifically targeted at joel mcdonald that this is this game um so it is a like a, a rhythm action game so Think like a Devil May Cry or a Bayonetta, something like that. But every move that you make kind of has to be in time to the music that's playing. Um, it doesn't necessarily have to be, but it like rewards you for doing so. so I, it's I not like was- a lot of rhythm games, I think, a little bit too harsh. When you're offbeat, it'll play like a bum note. Yeah. This doesn't. The world keeps no. going when you're offbeat. And rather than punishing you for being offbeat, it tempts you back to getting on. Like... The game it, wants you to be in in the rhythm of what it is, and it's yeah. fucking cool. And it's it also too like if you press up if you if you do an input like slightly out of beat, it will do it on beat in game. So it'll be like a lag between you and the game, but you go, oh, okay, I was off with my timing there. I'll think about that again. Um, but yeah, it visually it looks like uh, like Jesse mentioned, like a Saturday morning cartoon. Um, you could almost say it looks very like Western anime esque as well in some aspects. It's like a cell shaded invincible. It has a yes. very bright color scheme. Yes, actually, it, it, it really almost like they kind of made a they made a cell shaded fraction clank because yep. the world is busy. And I, one of the cool things is everything's bopping along to the beat because yeah, there's a constant beat going. So there are trees yep. that move. It's almost like there's old Disney cartoons, like the old like. Yeah. Mickey Mouse and shit like that, where the whole like background is bopping away to the or music. Even, even like, like, like Cuphead. Yeah, something like Cuphead. So like that like Felix the Cat and things like that. That specific style of animation. Yeah. 
Um, I love the one I love is like there's like grates on the walls and like there's like an industrial sort of section of the area and it looks like um like an equalizer on a mixing board and I love that like just little bits and pieces like that I I if you can't tell I fucking adore this game. Um, so for the story, just real quickly, mm-hmm. you play a character named Chai, like the T, yes. who goes to a corporation to get something done to him. Corporation's called Vandalay Vandalay Industries. So I keep quoting Seinfeld whenever I'm playing it. Um, you are involved in a industrial accident, let's say, and you're oh they couldn't call it an iPod, could they, for any for legal reasons? Your your Zune, your Zune, um, yeah. gets grafted to your chest like Tony Stark's heart. Yep. And you find yourself that, you know, you can control certain things. You have like a magnetic power that turns this little weird stick tool that you had to pick up garbage into a guitar that you beat people to death with or robots to death with. Yep. You're going through the factory. You're trying to escape the factory or the, the island factory. You meet a cat named 808, which is a great name for the cat. Fucking uh, 808. And you also meet a few other characters. I just met a woman named Peppermint. Peppermint. I think all the characters are named after T's. They nice. are. All kind of T-adjacent things. I just met another character. Yeah. Is, um, yeah. And you've got a number of different bosses. It seems like one of those games where you have to just knock off each boss. Each, uh, Not just boss is in video game boss, but also boss off the factory. Mm-hmm. Uh, in, order, in order to get to the CEO and I assume escape, escape the island, I'm guessing. Enemies are pretty... Stock standard. I haven't run into anything, anything too interesting. Interesting. They do interesting. get. They do start mixing it up a little bit. Like they're adding more and more things, especially once you start get getting more mechanics that you would expect to see in a game like this that you might normally get straight up. But because they've thrown in the rhythm element to it, I think they're like dishing it out at a slower pace so people can sort of like get comfortable with each section before they unleash you with things like parries and. Um, it's quite com- the combat is complicated. There's a yes. few, there's a fair few systems at play there, especially because, mm-hmm. like you said, you could hit, you've got a light attack and a heavy attack, and then you got to dodge and stuff like that. But with the light attacks, you know, it's every it's every beat, so every beat in a four four beat. Yep. With a heavy attack, it's every second. But you can combine them. You can even throw in rest if you do a, if you do a rest, you can launch an enemy into the air. And as a lapsed musician myself, this game making me realize I had shit fucking rhythm when I played guitar. <laughs> I had a real bad. I, I apologize to everyone who came to a live show because I am offbeat <laughs> often. I just want to mention though, Chai as a character. Yes, I on paper I would hate him. That's exactly right. He I- he should be absolutely insufferable, but he is like the best parts of Star Lord. Yeah, it's like, mixed it- with this, this like this hopefulness because there is something about this game that reminds me of Invincible. It could Invincible could just be on my mind because yeah. it's got you know announced in the second season, but. For him, the game starts with him just waiting in this um, in this room for him to you know get this augmentation done to himself, and the black keys, lonely boy comes on, what and it you? has like the little thing at the bottom of like who the artist is, what the song's called, the album, and it looks like uh, it's the same thing they do on like Rage for anyone yeah, old enough. It, to yeah, watch like the Rage music video, show. sort of. Yeah, yeah. 100%. And then I just finished my first boss fight, and I'm a bit of a Nine Inch Nails fan. My so- my, my my Sophie. Oh, that was sweet. Oh, My partner, Sophie. Oh. Is a delete edit. <laughs> no, you said you weren't going to add an episode. About exactly. You know, yeah. Delete. I'm not doing shit. Um, she's a massive Nine Shells fan. And I'm playing it last night. And suddenly she's like, wait a minute. Hold up. And it was a million by Nine Shells, um, which plays where you're fighting this giant mech. And it's so fucking cool. 
It's so good. Like, because it was, it was a good boss fight as well. Like, this game yeah. has some fun platforming, and like the, the boss fights really remind me of, of Ratchet and Clank, but with a better soundtrack, I guess. Yeah, so there's not a whole lot. There's, from what I can see, there's about five or six licensed tracks. Maybe, I think maybe even more. I think there's double ups from some of the bands. Um, but, and they're great. The selection is really interesting. It's like, from what I can see of the artists, I'm like, oh, okay, that's a bit of a, a, a different vibe but um i'm excited to get to those sort of those those fights that have those um licensed tracks in them but the original score for it as well is also pretty solid really good like it's just it's it's looping obviously because it's just it needs to be there because it is like a a core component to the gameplay so it is looping and it does loop fair bit but i think the sections when you get to like a new section or you enter like a uh like an arena to fight a whole bunch of enemies um, it'll change to like the combat version and then it'll flick back. And I think there's enough variation there that keeps it interesting. Um, and sometimes there'll be multiple tracks throughout a stage. Uh, and again, it pops up with that sort of like the credits in the bottom left-hand corner, like you would see on like a music video show. Again, for anyone who's old enough to remember that. Um, remember when they I, had I, TV shows of just music? That, Fuck, we're old. I used, no. to, like, <laughs> I used to tape them what on people VHS. I used to like tape my favorites on VHS and like have like little. I'm, tapes I'm not that old, so. <laughs> <laughs> Yikes! Yeah. Yeah. We're playing it's the fine. song on the wireless. Hey, just uh, because Felix isn't here to like fucking knock you down a couple of pegs of your age, you're the youngster. Um, but yeah, I think that the thing I, that, apart from the fact that it is a a rhythm game, it's an action game, a type of action game that I really enjoy. It's quite fast paced and, um combo heavy i guess um it's the details it's the little details we've mentioned some of them before like everything in the world is like sort of pulsating to that that beat of that song whatever is playing um and obviously that's there as a a gameplay mechanic as a visual cue for you to sort of keep on beat but also it just makes the feel the world feel so alive um i love that chai actually clicks his fingers when he's standing still he like clicks his fingers in time to the beat, so he's feeling the beat as well. And then you've got eight oh eight who follows over your shoulder in like little and like pulsates. Ball. Yeah, so there's another visual cue there. And then on top of that, if you really need like a proper visual cue, you can hit the select button, and it will bring up like very similar like a bar from um, uh, Crypt of the Necrodancer or Cadence of Hyrule, where it has like the bar in the bottom and the, like the 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 beats are sort of flowing into the middle. Where it's like pulsating. I like how easy it is to turn on and off. It's literally yeah. one button. It's it's not intrusive at all. It, it I, I quite like that. And yeah, the 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 beat aspect of it is so subconscious because you listen to music, which if you are you know musically inclined, you're gonna follow the beat with that. But then you got the visual cues. But then you also have when you're on beat, you have a crowd cheer in the background yes. or like a vocal thing saying hey and stuff like that. So it gets you really into the groove of things. And once you're in it you don't fall out of that groove. You, it, you, it just traps yeah. you in there. It's, it's very, very cool. Now, before I do actually ask one more question, Karen, have you played this at all? No, I do not. Well, I have not I'll skip to the question then. <laughs> I love well, Tango, I, but I haven't had time This is still a question for both of you. How do you feel about this being just kind of shadow dropped and just surprise? I I, lo- I love it because it seems like everyone has, play- this player has gone, this game fucking rules. Like it, there's not been people, that, that many people out there that are like, no, 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 whatever. Everyone's played has just been like no, that's why that's why that's why I wouldn't let Simon on this episode. No. <laughs> it's like <laughs> everyone who's played it has like 
this game fucking slaps. Like, if you like these types of games or you like any of those types of genres that are sort of being mashed together here, then seriously check it out. So I, I like the general positivity of it being around it. I and it also such a risk. It, oh, it worked. It was 100%. This, a lot of people are just like, oh, I see more games should do this. No. No, 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 no. This is lightning in a bottle. This does not work often. I this, love a good shadow. Normally, drop. games do this to die quickly. This oh. is a this is a new game from a uh, you know developer who doesn't do game like games like this. This is a one in a million chance. Look, and a, a genuine game of the year contender. Already. I think we can be huh? real for one of the reasons why it succeeded, and it is it is Game Pass. I don't think you could shadow yes. drop this and charge for it really you could but like i think you would have invited more of the criticism and said this was given like the apex legends treatment where they was like put it out get get ahead of the talk i have seen articles being like should more games be shadow dropped and the answer is obviously no they shouldn't be no but it works for games like this yeah and i think that like i think when it comes down to it this is not it's not feeling like it's going to be a massive game which is not a bad thing at all um so it's obviously a smaller scale thing that they've sort of made um maybe a a, a team of the uh, of tango and uh, within tango have sort of gone while others were making ghostwire tokyo they were sort of fucking around with this and came up with the concept and and started producing this so i, I think with these smaller scale things but you're right it was it was a huge risk um but i love i, I love shadow. it paid off as someone who's a, a, like a big fan of like indie games like shadow drops happen quite a lot and i kind of like not expect them but like there are games where I'm like, this could, uh, oh, there's a Nintendo Direct coming up. It was featured in a couple of them before. This is going to come out in this Direct, I think, I, or this particular presentation. It's going to come out here. Um, but unlike unlike a Nintendo game, this is easy to find in the shop. Yeah, so everyone true. got it. Um, it, I, it look, helps I do when it there's not much else to look for. <laughs> ooh. ooh, ooh. <laughs> I mean, not, what about Age of Empires 2 came to console? Um, I did one slight <laughs> complaint about it. This is very, very slight. Because there's not much to complain about this game, the like liminal spaces between battle zones are boring as shit. There's nothing. I I love platforming games, and it's very bare bones platforming. I would love to see more puzzle solving, or actually, t- sorry, take that back. Some puzzle solving added yeah. to the game. It would add so much, and because you're doing so much with rhythm, the, the is... closest thing that to, to puzzle solving is, is is some buttons that you have to press different combos to activate. Yeah, uh, that's not really anything. I do like those. Um, there are also other stuff that I've just encountered. There are turrets that are um, like parry based and it will have like oh, yeah. a specific thing where it'll pop up and it's like a little mini game there. Um, there's also um, the zip lines. I, I would like to see them if this gets a sequel or something like that, or like explore this, this uh, idea more down the track. Um, the zipline stuff is really fun. I think you could do some really cool stuff with that. I, they may do so later on in the game. I haven't got that far. I'm into like the second area at the moment. Can you imagine zipline um, things and they kind of play like the like guitar hero? So you there's like four ziplines you can skip between them to stay on the, stay on different beats and get different notes. Ah, oh, that's mm-hmm. sick. Mm-hmm. But so yeah. I was going to use my complaint as a segue because I'd say what something this game didn't do very well were the dead spaces in between areas. Speaking of Ooh. dead space, yes, Kyron, take it from here. I've I've peaked. You've peaked, hey. Well, look, space. all we need to know really before we even get into the discussion is that Dead Space is back, baby, uh, and it's it's brilliant. Um, after we, I don't, uh, it's so hard to have this conversation without indirectly 
looking back at Callisto Protocol. But after after that, I won't say my excitement for Dead Space was lowered, but I was just like, I don't know, Callisto didn't stick it. What if Dead Space doesn't? You know, Motive doesn't hasn't really made a horror game ever. They made Dead like, Space what, Battlefront games. When- Ended with Folly Adieu, okay? <laughs> Callisto Protocol is your album five, six, and seven. Do a Callisto Protocol too. It could be really good. Uh, but no, Dead Space is here and Dead Space is great. This, it, it's much more of a one-to-one remake than I really expected, I think, which is sort of not really caught me off guard. And I don't think they really insinuated it would be anything more than that. But it's been so weird going through his areas being like, it's, it's perfectly how I remembered it. And it's disturbing in a way sometimes where you're like, I remember where everything is to a T at this point. Um, is it, I mean, before the show, we were talking about nostalgia and games. Is it how it used to be or how you remember it? Because mainly how you remember it, that is, a, that is a 10 out of 10 move for them. Because you do remember older games that you love perfectly. Like, you remember the, the absolute perfect way they ran. Like, mm-hmm. I remember Control running at 60 frames per second. <laughs> it did it. It ran at 6. Yep. But that's, that's how, I, how, how I remember it. This game runs super smooth. It looks gorgeous. As somebody who played the original only two years ago, this plays how people spoke about the original release, if that makes any sense. So is it, is it kind of what you wanted, what you imagined the first one to be? See, I'm, I'm, I, I know it, we'll probably have another time to open up this discussion at some point. But like, I, I played a bit of Dead Space um, last year, I think, or maybe the year before. Not very much of it. I think I played the first four or five chapters again. But I was sort of like, fuck, this game slaps. Like, not even a doubt in my mind as I was playing it. But that's just me. Uh, this version obviously plays way better. Like, you know, the controls are way tighter. The little things are just tweaked a bit to be a bit more responsive, which is nice. Uh, but yeah, like for me, the biggest thing is just like walking to a room and being like, there's a boss fight in this room. I remember this boss fight and it's going to come through that door. There it is through the door. And now I'm just going to kite it around this little part in the middle of a room and kill it. And it's normally, I don't, I'm not usually a huge fan of that, but for some reason, maybe it's just because I miss Dead Space. I don't care because I'm just loving every second of it. I think too, like the the everything surrounding the 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 central gameplay of Dead Space is fun as well. Like the Ishimura is a fun but horrifying place to explore. So it's yeah, and it's that I think much it, more horrifying in the remake. Oh, <laughs> it, was, it was a wet, stinky place. Oh boy! So I can yeah, talk. A, no. I can talk a bit about the um, intensity director, which is a new feature in this remake. Uh, so I've got a quote here from. Um, the game director, um, Eric Eric Baptizat, uh, where he sort of describes what it is, and I'll just, I'll just pull the quote out, because he, he, he would describe it to me anytime. So, the intensity director is a way for us to control the stress level for the player. To be sure there's always something happening, it lets us control the emotion and tension and to always keep the player on their toes to keep them careful. It's a content organization spawning and pacing control system. That one's, that's a quote from um, Dan Kim, the senior system designer. And depending on how we count things, the system has more than 1,200 unique events with a massive variety of combinations possible. Different elements like audio or lighting changes, fog or steam, enemy spawns, all that combined together in layers to create encounters that feel like handmade situations. And it's working. That's really cool. That's really cool. I I think it may have been Sony were looking at patent technology for the controllers where it could sense your heartbeat. So that it could tailor things. I wonder if this is them saying, hey, that will happen eventually. Nintendo, I think, 
look at it that too. Of a vitality sensor? Oh, the boy, vitality that's, sensor, that's a blast from yeah. past all. But I think Sony yep. had a similar thing. I feel like it's happened a lot. And it's, sort of, it's an interesting idea, right, For to have a device that could monitor your heart rate and then play with that in, well, as, as the game tortures you. It's, fu- it's funny because like there are like streamers out there that do yeah. horror game streams yep. with like heart rate monitors attached to them. There's a streamer um, I watch, I'm um, Series of Blurs, who um, does horror games with a heart rate monitor switched on. It's just, it is obviously fascinating to watch that, even just the, yep. the slightest like jump. And it's just, yeah, it's fascinating. Yeah. Uh, so- I would do that and people would be just like, fuck, he's scared in the menu screen. No, I'm just like, <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm just very sick. <laughs> but um, yeah. It's I I'm I'm looking forward to to playing this eventually. I was I was pretty much like like gear. I was like gassing myself up to buy it um, last week. I'm like, yep, I think I'm gonna do it. And then the reviews came out, and I'm like, I'm absolutely gonna do it. And then that Microsoft Bethesda presentation happened, and they were like, here's Hi-Fi Rush. And I went, um, I'm gonna play that. A Dead Space will get to you. I'm gonna play that game first, though, please. But yeah, I'm very excited to to. And terrified to go back to the Ishimori because it's one of the few horror games that I have played through, like to completion, and 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 it's one of its sequels, the only sequel, if you will. Um, yeah, yeah, but it was only two Dead Space games. Yeah, only so two. I've I played through I played through both of those games and and enjoyed them very much. But um, yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to going back again. And he, he, anytime I hear someone talk about, it, they're just like, yeah, it fucking rips. Like, <laughs> if you like the original. It's great. If you've never played it, it's really good. Like, um, yeah, I, and that's that's given me a lot of hope. The, the start of this year so far, uh, with the games themselves that have been released, let's take out all the other stuff that goes on behind the scenes, I guess, and all those <laughs> new stories, all those new stories and things. But in terms of the games that have released, it's been a fairly positive start to the year. So it's nice to have, like, Good things to look forward to. This has got me so hyped for Resident Evil 4. Because we are in I'm the so age ready. of proper remakes after Final Fantasy 7. Like, not just re not just a coat of paint. Oh no. These Rebuild. are okay. How do we make this game work in 2023? Or yep. in some of these games, 2022. How do we make these games work? How do we you know have gamers who have heard of these games, who've heard legendary things about these games but never had a chance to play them? How do we fit their expectations? And Final Fantasy VII nailed it. Last Hell of yeah. Us Part One nailed it. Dead Space is nailing me right now. <laughs> this game is actually fucking me. Don't forget Resident Evil Two. Res- Resident, Resident Evil Two, exactly right. Shout out to Resident, Resident Evil Four soon. Uh, I've been playing. So I-, I tweeted this a few days ago. I actually went through a bit of a stage the last few months. I ha- I've been playing some games to you know to completion. God of War, Ragnarok, and such. Um, but I just wasn't clicking with a lot of games. You know how you get into those little gaming funks every now and then? Mm-hmm. I was in one. This week, I snapped out of mine like a motherfucker. So suddenly, I'm playing uh, Dead Space. I'm playing Hi-Fi, playing Immortality. Uh, Hot Wheels comes out on Game Pass, so I'll be playing that. Oh, I'm playing Signalis at the moment. I'm back into Marvel Snap. I'm PvP I'm, coming this week. I'm back on Oh, no. I'm back <laughs> on it, okay? And... Dead Space is just very good. It's pants pissingly scary at times. Shout out I'm to Hot Wheels Unleashed, by the way. You mentioned that fucking yeah, great game. Oh, I'm I'm so pumped for it. I'm, I'm, fucking, I'm spewing. I missed it. It's a it's, great game. There's um, a few I'm more new things I want to talk about in Dead Space. Um, Please, Joel, do. you might you'll remember this from Dead Space One. Do you remember the uh, the nodes? 
Oh, yes. Stuff. Yep. And how you had to sometimes save them because there was like doors locked by nodes. Yes. Yeah, that idea is gone. Thank Christ. Um, Thank you. That's been replaced with like a new security system thing where you like at a certain point in the game, you'll get security clearance one and then, you know, later two and all that. Uh, but it means you can basically take all the nodes that were sort of similar to like, I guess, I think it was The Last of Us had shivs that you could like use on clickers or doors, right? Yeah. Yeah. So the nodes were sort of like that in Dead Space, but it always made you be like, I mean, I want to upgrade my thing, but there might be a door. So I guess I'll just keep it. Uh, that's yeah. gone now. So now you can just like upend all your nodes into upgrades, which is a great feature. That's awesome. And there's a new there's a new mechanic, a new um like interactable called Circuit Breakers. Yeah. Where- okay. I looked reviews of this. I- this yeah. is fucked. This is it's horrifying. The best. Joel. Oh. oh no. Joel. I want you to so you're looking at this circuit breaker, right? There's a locked door and you need to open it. And the power's split between two things. And you've got to turn off, you've got one of them's got to turn off so you can um, you know, interact with the door. It's almost always the lights. It's of almost course. always the lights. Um, but God. very cool, as much as I love that feature, I found a really good one, which was like I could pick to have no lights or no oxygen. And um, mm. there was like little oxygen like restocks I could take on my pathway as I was doing, you know, solving the puzzle I had to solve. But um, because I really like the idea of always having to lose the lights and you just like you see the circuit breaker and you're sort of like, all right. Do I want to get go. punched in the dick or kicked in the dick? Mm. <laughs> like knowing that after you talking like, extensively about the intensity director that they're yeah. implementing in this game, it's yeah. like, well, fuck you. <laughs> go fuck yourselves. Well, I understand. They've added a. Because like, there's new story beats, there's new like a like a, like a side story or something like that in there. That you can add in a bunch of new hallways and paths for story. There's a what? So you can follow in a coal side story, which is again, I'm so far really digging it. You like find little holograms, like videos, and sort of like tracking where she's going through the story, which is just it's a good idea to give. I don't know, mm. offer a bit more Nicole because she's very enigmatic in the original, if I recall correctly. Yeah, like you talk, and no spoilers for Dead Space, but um, what a what a banger of a story that is for what it is. Yep. Um, yep. But yeah, it's just a really fun feature to have those little Nicole moments to interact with. Especially for That's Isaac cool. now that he speaks, like he's more of a- And he speaks- know, He talks. Like naturally, they haven't yes. got over the top with it. He isn't just spouting a line every two minutes for spoken. Um, <laughs> he, he's, he's taking orders, but also he's in a survival situation. He's like, he's going to push back on some dumb shit. Yeah. I, I really like how they've done that. I didn't yeah. know that he was- Silent in the original, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then they gave him lines in the in the remake. One understand, all right? Yeah. So he was. I think he got a voice in two. two. Uh, but in the original Dead Space, yeah, he was just a silent protagonist, like a Gordon Freeman, a Samus Aran sort of deal. Yeah. The one thing that's look, I mean, I'm going to finish this game, but one thing that's annoyed me a little bit. That's probably not the right word. Um, our friend Jono from Eight Bit, he tweeted out recently that he finished the game, and he was surprised how long it is. I'm hoping it. Like, how long was the original? I mean, it's been a while since I played it, but I do. Re- I've seen some people saying this one's about 14, 15 hours, and I really do feel like the original was about in that ballpark, maybe a bit oh. shorter. Yeah, that's what I. That's what I remember okay, it being. No, that's fine. See, my whenever people say oh, it's longer than I expected, because of how warped games have made me, I think of like thirty to thirty-five ga- um, hours, yeah. and I'm like, I couldn't play this game for that long. There's a slight hitch, and again, this may not affect you. You know, if you only if you're like, cool, I want to play Dead Space, and I'm mad, I'm done. This does have a secret ending, but you get it through New Game Plus. Um, but New Game Plus adds a new level to the suit. You get some money, some nodes, and there's new phantom variant necromorphs in that playthrough as well. No. 
Yeah, what a ridiculous. Con- no, I didn't. I didn't <laughs> know. That that's- I'm not playing the game twice. I'll play it once so- and I'll respect it. But I'm. I, I've, I don't have. Some, I don't have that many pants. <laughs> I heard that this had a, a, a yep. secret ending to it, and I didn't know that was the case. Oh, that Phantom Variant Mechamorphs, which if, okay. if it's, it it sounds like how um in Dark Souls Two and New Game Plus, it would basically add new enemies to each area. Um, assuming that's what this is going to do, which would be. Exciting and terrifying knowing some of the yep. enemy types that Dead Space contains. I'm looking at you, Regenerators. Don't Fucking Regenerators. God damn. Um, yeah. No, I'm, that, that's one of the things I'm actually really curious about playing this game for is because I want to know what that secret ending is and if it's what it could be. I haven't seen it, but people are like, basically, this game is doing as well as it looks like it's doing. Like, Dead Space is back. <laughs> yeah. And it's going... Uh, could go in a different direction, could go, maybe. Yeah, maybe not a Dead Space 2 remake. This might go with like an FF7 sort of direction where it's like, cool. awesome. hey, you like, you like FF7? Let's go somewhere different, guys. You've, you've yep. got the old game. Go play the old game if you want to play that. Yeah, exactly. I, as much as I would love to and also hate to see some of the stuff in Dead Space 2 remake. Dead Space 2 <laughs> traumatized me a couple of times. It's, my God, there's it's one real scene. Damage which one has the eyeball scene? That's that one. That's that mm, one. And I don't it's that one. Do we then VR, baby? Which for or, me, when I did when I did the eyeball section, I was like, oh, I guess I just like jam it in. And I was wrong. Mm, 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 I may to- have to get surgery on my eye maybe this year. Um, and when the doctor told me what they do, that was the scene that came to my head. Oh, um, yeah. Because yeah. I'm like, oh, they'll, they'll, you know, they'll blast my eyes with laser. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, and he's like, no, we're going to scrape away some of your eyeball. I'm like, oh, are you now? Are you now, bitch? <laughs> That's Jeez. fine. <laughs> Completely normal. Nothing to worry about. Love that. Foreign objects in my eyeball. Awesome. Have, um, you, had a, have you had a chance to play this with headphones yet? I'm going to tonight after I saw your tweet. And I hate you for putting that into my brain. <laughs> I because The last time I played a horror game with headphones on, it was Resident Evil 7. And I actually didn't have just have headphones on. I had my VI headset on. Fuck that. And it was early Fuck on that. the game where um, your uh, your partner in the game, what's her name? Mia. Oh, Mia. Who, I'm going to say, that's a troubled relationship that they have. Yeah, uh, look, she jumps uh, on you and she, she stabs you in the hand. Like, you protect yourself from being stabbed with your hand. And defensive wounds freak me the fuck out. Uh, like, stabs in hand and stuff like that. And having that in VR with the headset on, like, you could hear her around you and stuff like that wasn't pleasant. Nope. But no, I'm going to wait for like midnight tonight. I'm going to watch Last of Us episode three again, and I'm going to play that because I hate myself. Yeah, so, really. Um, it basically, because the audio is very good in the game, but taking that and like putting it straight into your ears, like hearing, again, I think it's, the, it's all going to be part of the intensity director, like hearing sounds in the distance on the ship, like rattling and scurrying and, and whispers and stuff, which is roof. very relevant if you remember Dead Space's story of a whispering has made me go, Hang on a second. Oh, yeah, of One course. Second. So it's, um, yeah, this, this remake, it slaps. Uh, very deserving of all, of all those reviews. Thank uh, it would have been a great pick in a draft, wouldn't it? Yeah. Would have, would have Currently been. winning the draft, boys. I got two oh, things that have released. How long until Breath of the Wild? Uh, a couple of months. <laughs> just, call, just ring the sorry now. Actually, going back to our draft, I did go back and watch all the trailers for the movies I hadn't seen before. I watched the trailer for 80 for Brady. Woof. Woof. <laughs> yep. I'm going yep. to like go minus points on that one. Woof. Yep. Yep. I I read the I heard the synopsis of that film and was like, yikes. 
Yankee Doodles. Woo! Watch the trailer. Okay, I'll watch that. You know when TV shows like like a like a four camera sitcom do an episode outdoors and it's all really bright. It's almost like watching The Hobbit in sixty frames per second. Like it just doesn't feel real. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, like too real yeah. and therefore doesn't feel real. This whole film's that. Oh no, gross! It's uh, no, no, baffling. Okay, it's scarier than Dead Space. That, as I said, that's the real Dead Space right there. Yep. Also, please, modding community, I'm asking you a favor from the bottom of my heart. Give me a Ryobi plasma cutter. I want a chartreuse <laughs> green one with a big battery pack in it. The very first thing I did when I got my plasma cutter, Joey, was was the old uh, the the flipping you, it the, the, horizontal yeah. vertical, horizontal vertical. Yeah, a little bit slower around. than I remember it, but still fun to do. The amount of time that enemies come around the corner, and I'm like, I'm gonna shoot this thing, and all I've done is go, whoop, whoop. <laughs> and then suddenly my limbs are missing. Don't like that. Odd, <laughs> yeah. Mm. I, I'm excited to play this. I think I'm going to pick it up maybe this week, maybe next week. I am so happy with it. Uh, and I'll, I will be going through that new game plus because I want, I could, I could, I, I might look up the ending first just to, you know, because I'm not sure if I want to wait 30 hours to do it. But I, the new Phantom Variant Necromorphs and a new suit have me enough in, invested to go through it again. So Probably cool. on easy, just like sprinted on easy. The suit, the suit is like a, like, masterclass in like UI design as well because it, I love it, it was one of those first games that, did that where it was like it had all your health and everything on your character that you could see there was no other HUD elements really that contributed to it it was everything you need to know was on the back of Isaac very cool also I never knew that you had like kinetic powers in this game oh yeah, yeah. man which shows yeah. how much of the first one I played um but yeah when you like actually, I think I got stasis when I first played it through I was like I don't care oh it's <laughs> oh, so, it. so much fun <laughs> I thought it was more for like puzzle solving when you have to like get the train cart and stuff like that. Nah, uh, like, but now using that enemy and then chopping them up in slow mo. Yeah. Um, and they've also sort of uh, they've doubled down on a lot of that stuff as well. There's more explosive barrels for you to pick up and throw at things. There's like pipes you can rip off the walls and stuff. There are stasis they, they barrels really now. The kinetic you can stuff blow up certain like, barrels and it yeah. puts an area into stasis, which I think Ooh. is pretty fun. Yeah. I just love freezing freezing an enemy and then just like systematically picking its limbs off just one by one as it's like slowly flailing through the air. You're like, yep, and boop, 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 boop. Yeah, you got so that. So that time of just like guns and games that did more than just sh- yeah. put, put holes in people. Because I remember in um, uh, Fear where you could mm. nail things to the wall with that nail yep. gun and it was just like, how can you fuck with a ragdoll physics in this? Turns out a lot. Thank you, Video, video Easy Weekly Rentals. <laughs> Even going back to like Soldier of Fortune and that fucking like Gib engine that they had in it, where you could like hack bodies up into like tiny little bits. Oh yeah, Joel, it is. Yeah. It is still satisfying to stomp corpses. Oh and watch, man, and just watch the corpses tear apart. And as I'm getting further in the game, I feel like Isaac's um, sounds are getting angrier. He is. He's had it at this point. I, oh, I, yeah. did, I had an encounter with an enemy and he swore at it. Just, he's done. He's had it. Good. A lot. Good. Well, I think we've all had it as well. Not in an angry way, just in a that's all we have to say sort of way. So let's, uh, let's wrap this bad boy up, eh? And we, I, we, all, we all need to watch Last of Us again and play Dead Space. It's going to be a very emotional night for us. But if you want to have an emotional time with us on any of our other episodes, we're on Spotify and iTunes. Go through, search for a story mode AVD. Story Mode Video Game Podcast. That's the old version, Jesse. It's 2022 now. Search for the Story Mode Podcast. Also search for dialogue options. Um, if you want to have a more game-centric episode, leave us a review. 
leave us a subscribe if that's the thing that you can do in those tomes of words. Tell your friends about us. Look, it helps us so much with the algorithm. The algorithm is really, really hard to burst in with. It turns out there are a lot of video game podcasts. Who would have thought? Who'd, who'd have guessed uh, it? Especially after a pandemic and two years of lockdown, you know? It's weird. It's weird that. We literally started story mode two months before lockdown. And everyone's like, oh, you started the podcast during lockdown. <laughs> I'm like, no, we're the original hipsters, okay? We started one slightly beforehand. Not as if podcasts were a new thing back then, but whatever. We've done it now. Stop yelling at us. But start subscribing and reviewing us. Uh, you can also check us out on Facebook, Twitter, and the gram at Stormit AUS. And of course, you can follow us individually on Twitter. I'm at Jesse Spanner. Kyron? I am at LemonManX. And Dolly Boy. You can find me at Jolly Mac. And you should definitely definitely follow us all because this is the absolute laughs and pictures of ducks you will see. But with that, fellas, always a pleasure. Hope you had fun. Always. Always have a fun. Always have have a a, a fun. And dear listeners, I hope you had the fun. I still haven't thought of a new outro. So, oh, I've got nothing. Stay safe. Play some games, watch some shows, listen to some music. Ooh, that could be something. That's a bit long. I've got nothing. Bye. 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 That's not a catchphrase. Well, I was going to say, at least we didn't Is have it? a fallout, boys. If you want me, I'll be oh. in my room. <laughs> that just finished up with. Thanks for listening. Consume. <laughs> God damn it.